So, Michelle. So, David. Well, you were at Tay-Tay, weren't you? I went to Taylor Swift. I've seen the video footage. It's, yeah, you had a really good time. She is a phenomenal performer. Three and a half hours, 18 years of music, all covered. 18 years of music in three hours? That's quick. Three and a half hours. In three and a half hours. She had to have maybe taken a total of 10 minutes break. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you something. Mm-hmm. You could have possibly been the victim of a psychological operation. I will vote for Biden. Oh, I'm sure you will now because according to many people, yep. Tay-Tay is a psyop. Let's have some fun with this. Oh, yeah. You're listening to I Spy, the Taylor Swift of Australian intelligence. Have you got your I Spy bracelet? I'd yep. like to exchange my I Spy bracelet for your I Spy bracelet. Yes, but I'm giving it to someone else. Oh, that's okay. I bugged your I Spy bracelet, oh. so I'll know exactly what that person's doing as well. Okay, that's very clever. I'm very smart. Didn't think of that. Hello and welcome to I Spied. My name's Michelle Stevenson. I'm here with David Callan. Now, we are talking about Taylor Swift and Psyops, but before we go any further, we do have to have a quick kind of brief overview. Our mate, our good mate, Burjo, Burjo. gave us a bit of an update on what's going on with ASIO. The annual ASIO threat assessment. And some really interesting stuff. We'll just glean over the kind of the take-homes, but what we want to do yeah. is next step, really dive deep. Well, it's also ASIO's birthday. It's seventy yeah. fifth birthday. I know. Oh, Happy she's a birthday. grand old girl. We'll get some cake. Yeah, we'll get a cake. But the whole thing is, yeah, Burjo really went out on a limb here. Yes. He, he, I found some of the history stuff he brought up was fascinating. Yeah. The stuff about Petrov, all the other stuff was fantastic. But the other thing that was really interesting was, of course, the A team. Yes, the, the A team and uh, and the parliamentarian and the parliamentarian that's been caught up by the A team. The A team being a foreign intelligence yep. network in Australia. Really, yep. really, and of course, what's it, the question everyone's asking? Who's the politician? Yes, and like I even got asked this question on Sky News, yep. and you know, of course, I was with people who were pro outing him, and I know Joe Hockey's kind of gone really, really hard on outing him. But as you yep. said, you you can't do that. You can't, and there's a couple of reasons why. And let's not get into those now. I think we say it for when yes, we talk we about that. But the other really interesting point uh, that came up was the story of Guardian, yes. who was uh, an extremist, who was an agent in an extremist organisation, and the story about how basically his family thought he'd gone nuts. Right. So ASIO took him inside, like brought him inside into the actual Ben Chifley building yep. with the family and went, he's a good guy. Yes. Relax. So we've got all that and more to unpack oh, next app. Yeah. That's we've a big got, one. Because we've got, we really have to get our eyes across all of the data. And it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. And a lot more information is going to come out. I'm pretty sure there will be more stuff that's revealed over the next week or two. And so we want to say, but we don't want to jump the yes. gun on your people. And because a player's going to play, 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 play. You know, if you don't get what you want, you're going to shake it off. Because psyops. Yes. And Tay-Tay. Right. Tay-Tay, the big psychological operation that's meant to be happening, and yeah. this is coming out of conspiracy circles, particularly the the, the Republican side of politics. Yes, and in the not US. Re- not even just like fringe circles. We're talking Fox News as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've yeah. all bought in. The the psyop was the Kansas City Chiefs were going to win the yep. Super Bowl. Well, they did that. Tick, yep. right? And then Travis Kelsey, who is Tay-Tay's boyfriend, was going to take Tay-Tay on the ground afterwards and propose to her. Yep. Didn't happen, so cross. And then Tay-Tay and he would turn around and go, vote for Biden. Yeah, absolutely. Which never happened. None of it happened. None of it happened. But it stems from a uh, seminar that was being held by a specialist in psyops who was advising the DOD on psyops that you know yep. how to actually run a psyop and the big thing she said was well you know take taylor swift she'd make a great psyop to operate through europe 
here's the big thing. What is a PSYOP? Well, why don't you tell us? Let's talk about PSYOPs. This is the definition of a PSYOP by the American government. PSYOPs are operations planned to convey selected information and indicators to foreign audiences to influence their emotions, motives, objective reasoning, and ultimately the behavior of foreign governments, organizations, groups, or individuals. The purpose of PSYOP is to induce or reinforce foreign attitudes and behavior favorable to the originator's objectives. Now, look, I think Taylor Swift, if you know Taylor Swift, yeah. she kind of outed herself yeah. in one of her documentaries. She said she never really wanted to get involved. A lot of people kind of ask her what her political persuasion yeah. is. And at that time, that was when Trump was in power. She didn't want to get involved. But she kind of did come out and say, let's not vote for Trump. It's funny enough, the right-wing media in mm. Australia, of like Greg Sheridan in the Australian newspaper recently said, well, the left don't get it because Tay-Tay's actually ours, which is like, dude, you wear a cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's She's not anyone's. This is the she, thing. She isn't. And I think where the issue is and why the Republicans and the far right are so afraid, when Taylor Swift said that everyone should go out and register to vote, yep. hordes of young girls went out and registered to vote. Like so 35,000 in a day or something. Yeah, she has a, she has a massive persuasion. And they're a little worried about that. Now, what's so funny about Trump is he has often said, oh, she's not that popular. I'm more popular than her. She's really not that popular, which kind of says to me that he's a little bit afraid. Yeah, a little bit. But the other thing, you then turned around and said, well, if it wasn't for me, she wouldn't have a career, which is um, like, like that's no. like That's like Kanye saying, yeah. interrupting her MTV Awards speech and saying, I'm going to have a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so PSYOPs are basically, it's what's known as the promotion of your yes. national interest or the winning of hearts and minds. Yeah. And she's won everyone's hearts and yeah. minds. She is a sweetheart. I don't really Top care shelf for performer. Her. Top shelf performer. Yeah, but, oh yeah, well, that's one thing that everybody I know that saw her went, my God, she's amazing. Now, the thing is, when you go into PSYOPs, it works on militarily. It's a really good thing to have. It's mm -hmm. what's regarded as a force multiplier. So it it help, assists the military in an operation by lessening the determination of the target to resist. Right. The, the interesting thing about it is there's two levels of it. You've got the military application and then you've got the civil application yep. of it. Now, bottom line is, funnily enough, when you talk to people that have worked in PSYOPs, a lot of them say, say they just spend their time putting leaflets in the back of aircraft to be dumped on populations. And a lot of them then move on to marketing and advertising. Right. Because that's really what advertising is, is it's a PSYOP. We are trying to influence your behavior. Yeah. And one of the great examples of it, and I just funnily enough, I was listening to something in the car on the way in, um, the AIDS campaign, the Australian AIDS campaign back in the 80s. Yeah, with the bowling ball. The bowling ball. Yeah. And always Iconic. wear a condom. Always. They said there was a marked change in people's 100%. behavior straight afterwards to the fact that they compare, We still remember it. Yeah, we can remember it. But we compare what happened in Australia with the AIDS campaign mm. and what happened in America. What happened to our figures? Their figures went through the roof where our figures dropped. Also, Americans don't like to be told what to do. Wear a mask either on your penis or your face. You're not doing it. Yeah, all right. So, And that's the interesting thing is that winning of hearts and minds, when you've got a resistant population, it's very difficult to sort of play around. But also, like, to a certain extent... You, you would see it as well in social media. Social media, particularly X, the artist formerly known, known as Twitter, Twitter, you would see a lot of this kind of psyop business happening. Well, that's there. where it. I mean, that social that's where it media lives and breathes. Social media has literally been a paradigm shift in how psyops work. Hence, the Russians love controlling it. Well, the, the Russians I've got and the, the Chinese. Here's a little bit of history. All right, okay, the, run like, me through it. There is the the uh, the story from the uh, the apocryphal book of Judith in the Bible, where Judith was battling uh, the Assyrians and. 
called their king general mm. um, Halephanes. Halephanes came to meet and parley with her, and while that was going on, parley. I love an I love an old fashioned parley. Bit of a parley. Not enough parley love going it. on these days. Yes. Right. So, uh, you know, called him into the tent. Here you go. Have a cup of tea, and she cut his head off. I mean, then, that's what I do. And then when people walk, don't parley well. Yep. Walked out. You don't like my tea. Yeah. <laughs> you drink Earl Grey. You right. need to parlay better. You need to parlay better. So she cut uh, Halifani's head off mm. and then walked out of the tent with it in her hands yep. and rode home with her retinue past the Assyrian army. Yep. Basically saying to the Assyrians, I just cut the head of your army literally off. The Assyrians, which was a, a much bigger force, then completely demoralised, capitulated and were routed by mm. Judith's army. Now, of course, this is not an historically recorded thing. This is out of a Bible, so who knows? But if you want to talk about people who really did it well, it was Genghis Khan. Yeah. Oh, Genghis, mate. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Because Genghis would send agents into cities that he wanted to conquer. And those agents would talk about, oh, I've just got, I've just come from the last city that Genghis took. And, mate, he's insane. His army is crazy. They're killing everyone. If you resist, they kill everyone. Similar to that, there was like a whole time, period of time in advertising where what they would do is they would pay people to stand at bus stops and talk about things like, oh, Spotify is really good. I'm really enjoying Spotify at the moment. And then people would overhear the conversation because a lot of a lot of times this organic influence mm. is the thing that is yep. that kind of gets people on board. Yeah. Now the thing By is By the way, Spotify is great. Genghis also like he was you know, the rumors of the barbarity. The other thing he used to do was he'd be, be able to deploy his troops quickly. Mm-hmm. So people would say he doesn't have that big an army and then suddenly an army would appear. Yeah. Right. And it wasn't an army, it was actually a small troop that were riding horses that were dragging branches behind them. To make them sound bigger. To make them look bigger. You create mm. a bigger dust cloud. Right. right. So he was using psychological stuff. In the American Revolution, really simple, and this has been literally the late motif of American psyops, yep. they were distributing leaflets to the Hessians. Now, the Hessians were German mercenaries that the English were using, plus the German soldiers, not the officers, yep. the soldiers. And they went, you know, it's literally a list, pros and cons, America. You're free. Mm. You can have your own land. You're you're your own man. Yeah. British Army. You get whipped if you look at an officer in the wrong way. Yeah. And basically, there were thousands of these troops that deserted and went. We're going to stay in America. This place is awesome, right? So this is the thing. Psyops has this thing where you're trying to change people's minds. Right. Now, when it really kicked off is World War One, because essentially, when you try to use psyops. It's only as good as your ability to communicate to a large number of people. But once we had like the press and we had radio, that's when it really kicked into full gear. And the British were really good at it compared to the Germans. One, they had a much more sophisticated media landscape. But two... The Germans wouldn't shut up. Well, I was going to say the German language isn't isn't good at being casual. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. It's, yeah, if you had a guy at a bus stop going, "Yeah, Spotify is great," you got, and yeah, I would stop listening. You need to listen to this song. It's really good. Right. So basically, the Germans kept saying the wrong thing. They called the Germans Huns mm. and said they were cannibals and barbarians. Now the thing is, Kaiser Wilhelm was the one who called them Huns. He turned around and said, my troops will kill you, they're Huns. 
To which the Brits went, oh, well, jolly good. Let's tell everyone they're going to kill you and their Huns and they'll eat your babies. Right? You All right, ha- Monty Python. Oh, yes. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So this is one of the things. They were, using, they were using public statements against the Germans. Even the Germans were sitting there going, why are we doing this when everyone thinks we're assholes? Well, it's kind of, it's kind of what media can do in some regards now, yeah. right? It's like it, d- it determines whose side they are on. Like in regards to, you know, the Israel war, the way the media has been portraying that kind of reflects in people's feelings. Well, UNRWA is a really good case of that, where basically they've turned around and said there were 12 people out of an organisation of 13,000 that definitely did something that may have yep. possibly been related to, and all the evidence is pointing to that never happened. Yeah. But you know what? You get in front of the field, if you control the narrative to start with, because the Germans learnt in the 20s and 30s, like the the Nazis really learnt how to psyop and they psyoped well. One thing they did is they psyoped their own population. Yeah. Right? Because the Nazi party had just bought up all the presses. Yeah, and they kind of really made a lot of Germans believe that that was the way to move forward. I mean, the other thing they did, and this won't surprise you, they knew that media control was really good. Yeah. The other thing they realised were rallies. Rallies. Right. I mean, look at January 6th. Well, exactly. <laughs> AI, there's someone who's actually gone to AI and put Hitler's speeches in and go, what would it sound like if it was done in English, Mm. if he was was speaking in English? And you listen to it and you suddenly go, actually, this guy sounds very, very convincing. But a lot of people who end up in that kind of space are convincing. Well, not just that. It's not just that. Don't forget, when you put people in a group, there's a great book called Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds. And it talks about mass movements. And this was one of the things about Nazism and the rallies that he held and now jump forward to now the rallies that Trump is holding he's saying everything you wish you could say yep Hitler said it with a great deal of passion yeah right and very convincingly Trump just says it someone summed it up brilliantly Trump has the cadence and speech rhythms of a carnival barker yeah Carnival barkers are trained to convince you to do something that you know is not going to work. Well, he has that kind of ability to tap into what people are upset about and what they're angry about, even if it has nothing to do with what he's talking about. He can rally them behind him because he's saying, well, I will make sure it's better, even though he will never make sure it's better. Exactly. There's a very visceral thing that comes out of being at a rally. It's like one of the things I always talk about when uh, I'm teaching comedy is – you want to pack your audience tight. Yeah. Even you know, if you're in a big room, don't let them spread out because you need critical mass. Yeah. I call it critical mass of audience. You need to have that mass. If you're all in together, you will laugh. If you're in a, if you've got thirty people in a thousand seat stadium, you're not going to get a lot of laughs. Yeah. And I think unfortunately where we've moved to is like this whole idea of we're sacrificing truth over tribe. If the tribe is moving, then no one is paying attention to the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a really interesting point because after World War Two. And the Americans used PSYOPs quite well. They used military – like mm. they had the OSS and then the OWI. So the OSS were the what became the CIA. The OWI was the Office of War Information. And the whole thing about that was they were just propaganda. Propaganda is a PSYOP. Let's be honest. It's, it's what it's there to do. It's mm. there to convince you to think a different way. Basically, it was leaflets and broadcasts. Now, the whole idea is – if it's meant to break down resistance, a great example is the French resistance. Yeah. The Germans decided that they'd use brutality as their way of trying to quell the resistance as opposed to going, guys, you're much better off with us than you are with you know, the yeah. West. The problem with that is using brutality actually creates resentment. That resentment 
then becomes resistance. And I mean, that's one of the things going back to Gaza and Israel. That is one of the problems that Israel will have if they ever manage to broker peace. You are going to have a lot of very resentful people that were left to starve for months because of a military action going on literally on their doorstep. Look, this is all really interesting, but you know what else is interesting? An ad break. Great. Bye. Okay, welcome back. You've just been psyoped. You've been psyoped. <laughs> it's a great example of being psyoped. Yeah, you've totally been psyoped. Yeah. Right, so during the Cold War, the Russians really went to town with psyops. Yep. But the Russians have always been very good with psyops because the Tsars used to use it on their own population. Yep. They'd also use it on foreign populations, mainly more foreign governments. They would they would basically gaslight foreign governments. Yep. And that's one of the things that they did during the Cold War. A lot of the communist rhetoric, a lot of their psyops, a lot of their propaganda was accusing the West of what they were doing. So they would be turning around saying, oh, the imperialist West, they're sending you all these messages to tell you that we're just really bad people when actually we're the, we're the victim here, guys. Right, where the West actually started to ease off. The US doctrine is they don't use propaganda on their own people. The government itself does not propagandize their own people. They advertise, certainly, which is, as we said, a form of propaganda. But they don't actually go out of their way to propagandize. The other thing the Americans are very strict with with their psyops is trying to maintain truth. There's no point in telling a lie because if you try to to psychologically manipulate somebody with a lie, when the lie is revealed... All credibility is lost. Yeah, and then the whole deck of cards is coming crumbling down. It always comes apart. And that whole thing of blame your opponent what you're guilty of comes goes back to Goebbels, who was the propaganda minister under Hitler, who like uh, half of the 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 theory behind propaganda, you can go back to Goebbels and have a look. So January sixth, I would say, would be a good example of a psyop. Oh, totally. Getting getting the tribe to over truth kind of scenario and making people believe a certain a certain thing had happened when it hadn't. Definitely. You know, your election is being stolen from you. Now here comes the difference. That's a psyop, but it's not a it's not a sanctioned psyop in that it's not a government psyop. It well it's hard to say because it I mean, was Donald he, well, Trump. Well, he wasn't in gov- government at the time. He was, was in government he, at the time. He was in government, but he wasn't in government. It's like that. that's a real fine line about what they can charge him with. But again, that comes down to Trump personally. Yes, right? now, Trump, not the government. What's really interesting, as someone said, is what has happened. And Steve Bannon's had a lot of play in this. Steve Bannon's theory of mm. how to run a political campaign is flood the zone with shit. Yep. That is the direct quote. Basically put so much shit in the in, in everyone's ears that they just don't have time to work yep. out what's true and what's false. Right? I never heard of fact checking before sort of like 2014, 2015. I mean, as a journalist, I kind of had. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I mean is it didn't... Fact-checking wasn't a mainstream well, but, thing. But also that's because people had faith in the media. Yes. And there wasn't this whole idea that um, the media are lying to you and they're telling you a narrative that isn't believable. Yeah. Now, that's a really good point when you say 
you know, people used to have faith in the media. That is one of the things about flooding the zone with shit is. PSYOPs has gone from being an exercise to make you believe in something to an exercise in making you trust nothing. Right. And now the the Russians are very, very good at it. Uh, Though, interestingly enough, when they talk about the election interference that happened in 2016 and to a lesser extent in 2020, Mm. they kind of go uh, say that particularly on social media, it wasn't that effective. Because if you look at a lot of the messages that were coming out that were identified as Russian bots, they were getting maybe five likes. Mm. Whereas there were people that were putting messages out that were getting thousands upon thousands of likes. The whole idea of Russian bots, again, it's just flood the zone with shit. Keep, yep. keep well, people and, that, and that's what they did with Twitter. Yeah. They literally flooded the zone with shit. And, you know, you have that example. You've got definitely election interference is a form of PSYOP. What happened yep. with Brexit, I believe, was a form of PSYOP. 100%. I think it was really, really badly done. Yeah, because as soon as as soon as soon England exited, from, did the Brexit, they were like, what do you, well, what do you, what do you mean I can't just duck over to you. <laughs> yeah, hang on. What happened to that thirty-eight billion pounds oh, that we were going to get and back? Wha- and what about all that fruit and veggie veggies we yeah. used to get? Like, I mean, that was the classic thing. Was they just didn't even know what Brexit was. The brazenness of that campaign yeah. as well. Yeah. When when Nigel Farage actually got up and said, "Yeah, I know we said you get thirty-eight billion pounds back. Yeah, but that wasn't true. No, no, it's no, like, dude." That's a lie. Well, but yeah, I mean, he got away with it. Yeah, well, they do. This is the thing is because they're they're playing PSYOP games, they do get away with it. So once again, we need to focus on truth. Truth, right. Pretty much every government in a way does PSYOPs, but Mm. Australia actually kind of had a little PSYOP department of its own in the 70s. Oh, great. Yeah. Psychedelic PSYOPs? Yeah, no, not quite. It'd be nice. It was all Paisley. Nice. That's why Paisley was so popular back then. And bell bottoms. They went, let's screw everyone by making them wear bell bottoms. They really did. Yeah. Can't answer. Yeah, I'm sorry. 80s and pirate shirts I got sucked into. Right. Now, basically, it was called the Political and Social Research Section. Yeah. And it was part of the Department of Foreign Affairs. Now, what happened was the Brits had a a thing called the IRG, which was the Information Research Group, Mm -hmm. which was their massive propaganda arm. And they were losing agency, essentially, in. Southeast Asia, the yep. Asia Pacific, really. The, um, Malaya had gone really badly. Uh, they were moving out of Singapore. They were moving all the military bases out. Yeah. And what was really interesting is they were very heavily involved in the overthrow of Sukarno to the point where they were actually promoting people to go out and riot. Mm. Now, and also they were very heavily involved in the uh, invasion of Timor by yep. of East Timor by Indonesia. Australia was kind of involved in that too. But this political research set basically was created to feed propaganda mm. into Southeast Asia. It just didn't last. Funnily enough, Australia sort of went... Oh, we've, we we've never been able to do that. We have a very good system of doing it. it yeah, we just build infrastructure. No, no, not <laughs> just that. We also had, uh, I think it's Australia Radio. Yeah, we had the Australian Radio. Well, we had the television network too that was going through the ABC. TV network. Yeah, the ABC network that yeah. was going in and then it was shut down. Yeah. Um, because think, they were onto us. <laughs> well, but the thing is, particularly the, a lot of the Pacific Islanders, the Oceania, yeah. and, you know, Micronesia and Polynesia, they loved it. Yes, because they, were they getting, had access to actual news for the first time. Well, they were not just actual news. They were getting access to really, really accurate yeah. weather reporting, yeah. particularly in cyclone season. Yeah. By sending that information out, by going, hey, guys, be careful, there's a really bad yeah. king tide coming in, all that sort of information, that makes the people in Tuvalu go, oh, my God, these guys care about yeah. us. Right? And that is the influencing of hearts and minds. Yeah. It's that whole idea of, well, guys, let's put plumbing in everyone's village and that'll help. Um, unfortunately, when it's at the point of a gun, eh, people yeah. feel a bit strange. 
Everything is a PSYOP if you want it to be. 100%. Right? You've got to be extremely cautious and extremely diligent in what you absorb, what you take in, what you think about, yep. what you read, and then what you regurgitate. Which is also why I deleted X off my phone. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not perusing that kind of information because for a while there, particularly when they were doing the for you as opposed to the following, I was getting a lot of stuff that I was like, what? and I was starting to believe it. I'm like, well, hang on, this isn't like the way I think. Yeah. So it's, it's it's definitely pervasive in that kind of social media sphere. But I will say, Taylor Swift, kind of a psyop. Because let me tell you, I wasn't into any of her songs, but I was desperate to see her. Yes. Desperate to see her. And then I was like, why am I desperate to see her? Because everyone else wants, was yep. everyone else wanted yep. to see her. Yep. So you know what? Maybe she's a psyop. Uh, you know, but she's a psyop for I, I believe she's a psyop for the bead industry. Because how many people made friendship? There was, there was a lot of sequence going on. But again, think of it this way. In that I mean, she's an industry. She's right? a machine. She was even promoting her album in at the concert. Like she that woman is a machine. Yeah. She knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. And she's probably gonna run for president one day. Oh my god, Tay Tay the president. I'm I'm here for it. Sequins. We need more sequins in more the White sequins. House. Sequins. So a sequined American flag? I'm the, I'm there for it. I'd be down for it. So look, psyops, bottom line, don't trust everything you read. No. Trust and verify. Truth over tribe. Yeah. Truth over tribe, people. And wear a sequin if you want. Always. <laughs>